that song, Redemption Draws Nigh. Amen. Let's go to the Word this morning in a little series called How to Get Back on Your Feet. Nobody better to look at than the disciples. You know, we think we, you know, nobody's ever been through what we've been through. Yes, they have. All right? And you're not going to get back on your feet thinking you're alone or your situation is unique. And, uh... I mean, the disciples walked with Jesus for three and a half years. They saw everything you could imagine, all the good. Then he was gone, crucified. Now they're hunted down like dogs. As a matter of fact, every one of them eventually were murdered, with the exception of John. And he was exiled to an island called Patmos. So, I mean, they all gave their life for the Lord. I mean, that's a pretty rough life they had. Amen say. But... uh, there was a period of, of time after the, well, when the crucifixion was tank, taking place from that garden till Jesus was with them on the Mount of Olives and he ascended into heaven. There was a, that whole period of time right there, those guys, they're supposed to take the gospel in all the world. I mean, our future hung on them. Going all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. That's, that's the mandate to the disciples. That's the mandate to the church, by the way. Y'all listening to me or not? I want to talk to you today in a message. I'm going to do part two. It's called, basically, it's, it's called fulfilled. Fulfilled. It's, it's getting the filling before the feeling. And guys, the church has gone crazy today. We've gone with the feeling, the feeling, the feeling, the this, the that, or the other. And somehow, we have, in a lot of places, we put works, so-called miracles, and things like that in front of the gospel. Did y'all did I lose you there or not? We put these, you know, come and see the show in front of, for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Listen, it never was about the miracles and this and that. It's always been about Jesus Christ. Did y'all hear me or not? Say. You can run, you can flop, you can do whatever you want to. If you don't know Jesus, you're going to hell. Did you hear me or not? Say. That's tough talk. I know it is, but it's the truth. Y'all hear me or not? Say. So. And these guys just weren't feeling it. They weren't filled. They were not filled with the Spirit. They had walked with the Lord. There had been a time after He resurrected where He actually breathed on them. Now, I can't go back and preach everything. But He actually, the Lord, breathed on them at one of His meetings with them after He resurrected. He breathed the Holy Spirit on them. And they still went and did their own thing. They have not got to the place where they need to be obeying the Lord They're now in unity. They're praying in supplication. They're in Jerusalem where Jesus told them to stay. The disciples. Also, a lot of the women are there and others are there in the room with them. They're not running anymore. Can you say not running? And they're actually literally trying to do what the Lord said do. And he said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you alone. I haven't called you to preach the gospel, which is what Jesus has called us to do. You might say, well, I'm not a preacher. That's not the point. 
they weren't preachers either. Honestly, they were fishermen, most of them. They were people who had walked with Jesus and who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. If you're one of those, then you need to share your faith with other people. Do you hear me, yes or no? It's all about sharing our faith. If the Bible is true, and it is, if we don't do our dead-level best to tell people about Jesus Christ, they have no hope. You understand that, yes or no? It's not about religion. It's about Jesus Christ. If you died, do you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior? We must get that message out. Now, in their situation, it was a fairly new message. <laughs> a fairly new message going on right here. And so it really depended on them because he's, he's ascended. He's at the right hand of God the Father. He left him on the Mount of Olives. I mean, he's doing what he does, and that's what Jesus is doing right now. He's making intercession for us right now at the right hand of God the Father. How's that feel for you? When you pray, you've got an intercessor. Not just anybody, you've got Jesus. Amen. Say. All right? So that's what he's doing. He's praying for us to accomplish the purpose that he's put us on this planet for, and that is to share our faith with other people. Okay? So the disciples, we see them now, and we're going to pick it up, part two, and we're going to pick it up and see what happens. Now, they are going to finally get it, baby, and that's what I want to talk about today. Feeling the feeling. Feeling the feeling. Sometimes we get the feeling before the feeling. Amen? I hope I'm not confusing you. Amen? Sometimes we get the feeling before the feeling, and sometimes the feeling wears off. And we quit. But if you have the feeling of the Holy Spirit, the living God, you're going to make it and you can charge hell with a water pistol. Are you hearing me say? And that's the plan here. When the stuff hits the fan, baby, what are you going to do? When you ain't feeling it anymore. Well, I want to I have him. And if I've got him, I can make it. Say, I can make it. That's what, that's what Mitchell's song said. Even if, even if, even if, even if. So much today is name it, claim it, blab it, have it, excuse me. That's not the world we live in. The world we live in is hurting, it's broken, and a lot of people in this world, they don't have a dime. This is an American gospel we preach so much now. Prosperity. It never was about that. Y'all listening or not? I know it's a hard message. I know it's hard. I, I might be stepping on some of your toes. But hey, if, it's, if, if we can get it right, let's get it right. How about that? It's about Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I've been at low places in my life where my stuff didn't matter anymore. How many would say I've been there, Pastor, where my stuff didn't matter anymore? It didn't matter anymore. When you were numb, how many would say, I was numb? I was numb. It wasn't that I didn't know the Lord. I just, I just didn't have it. But I had Him. I had Him. Amen? And that's what we want to make sure we have. Amen? So let's look now. Let's go to the message. Full. Full. The word means completely occupied. Complete. Broad and ample. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. When you have the filling of the Holy Spirit, you've got it. You've got all the ability you need to make it through anything in your life. Period. You can do this. Full. Full. The word filled sounds like full, but it's different. The word filled actually means cause to be completely occupied. It means satisfy all the requirements of what full means. It means enough to be full. So you need to be filled if you're going to be what? Full. You need to be filled if you're going to be what? Got it? 
You see how feelings had nothing to do with any of that? You need to be filled if you're going to be full. No, I need to feel it if I'm going to be full. No, because sometimes you ain't going to feel it. Did I lose you or not? You need to be filled to be full. So, the disciples have been chosen. Whether you like it or not, the future of the church hung on these jokers. Jesus chose them. He chose the weak things of this world. He chose the foolish things of this world. For three years, he was criticized about the fellows he had chosen. Y'all know that, right? Absolutely. He was reaching people. He was criticized for the low-life losers that he was reaching out to. And he had a band of misfits. But that's who God chose. God chose the foolish things of this world and the weak things of this world to confound the strong things of this world. It confound the mighty things. It's good for us to realize that we are weak and that we are nothing and that we need Him. And with Him, this weak thing can do anything. Amen? That's the, that's the message here. He chose these guys. He called them. And that word commission, we call it the Great Commission. Go into all the world and preach gospel to every creature. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We call it the Great Commission. That just means that's their marching orders. That's what they're supposed to do. Guess what the church is supposed to be about today? Somebody take a big guess. It's supposed to be about that. Y'all know that, right? Yes or no? It's supposed to be about preaching the gospel, telling people about Christ. That's why we say it, just plain Jane here, we love Jesus, we love people. We didn't say we love God on purpose. We do love God. But let me tell you something. God won't have a thing to do with you if you don't love His Son. You hear me or not? That's strong, ain't it? You mean, you mean if I love some other false religion, God's not going to nod and go and wink at me and go, it's okay? No, He's not. He's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. It's all about Jesus. Loving Jesus, and we take that message that Jesus Christ loved us, and now we love Him to a world out here. All these people where we live need to hear that Jesus Christ loves them. Amen? And we don't scream at them, and we don't judge them and make them feel like dirt. We let them know how, how valuable they are. They matter, yes or no? That they have value. And that's the message, and that's what the disciples were all about. And it was going to require filling over their feelings. We'd already seen them feel, and their feelings led them in a ditch, these disciples. So that's not going to fly. So fulfilled is what we're talking about. Now we'll push it pretty quick here. So what happened to them? We talked about it last week. not going to re-preach it. They are all filled up with the Holy Spirit. They are filled up with the Holy Spirit. We see at the sound of a mighty rushing wind. We see they spoke in various tongues. The word tongues is language. It's the word dialect. It actually says cloven. And a good way, I think, to look at cloven, it might not be the right exact way, but it's just from a country boy's perspective. Here they spoke just one language. And now they're speaking in this other dialect. And that is two now. It's split. They were one person. They could just speak to one group of people. Now they're split. And they can speak to two groups of people. Does that make sense to you? But the language that they spoke in was recognizable. The tongues were languages. 
It even gives us the group of peoples that were at Jerusalem for the Feast of Pentecost. It gives us, maybe we don't even have all the groups mentioned, but he just lays out a bunch of the different nationalities that were there. And as they speak, these Galileans who could hardly speak good Hebrew, they're now speaking languages in people's different dialects that they can understand. And that's where we're at in the story. Y'all with me? Yes or no? But from that day to this day, we've made tongues something different. Y'all hear me or not? It's something you can't understand. At least what I've seen. What I've seen on TV, I have no idea. I can't understand it. Okay? And if you listen closely, it sounds like the same thing being said over and over and over again. Just, just use your brain. When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. Say that with me. When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. God gave us common sense for a reason. Help us stay straight. Amen? Say. So, they spoke in languages then. Yeah, but since then, now it's turned into something else. Well, wait a minute. Does that mean our mission as the church has turned into something else? Are we still to preach Jesus Christ because people are going to hell without Him? Yes or no? Yeah, but, but it's different now. It isn't different now. I don't buy that. Y'all hear me or not? I don't care if I'm the last one standing saying it. All right? Not trying to be unkind. I just like to know. I want to be filled. Amen. I want something by chance that somebody made up. I don't want to run after that. I want to get the real deal. I want Jesus. I want the Holy Spirit. I want all of Him. But I want him and not somebody somewhere that made up something on a Saturday night meeting they had somewhere. Amen or oh me. Say. All righty. Number two. So they're filled up with the Holy Spirit and then they speak up by the Holy Spirit. They start speaking. They start speaking to all these various groups that are there to celebrate Pentecost. That's not a Christian celebration, by the way. This is a Jewish celebration goes back to Leviticus chapter 4. Pentecost did not start in Acts 2. Pentecost started back in Leviticus 4. Okay? It was a feast. Fifty days after Passover. But that's why Jesus is awesome. And that's why God is awesome. Everything has order. Everything God does has order. Did you know your body has order? Yes or no? You got two eyes just like I got. Did you know that? Say. They function just like mine do. We are, it, this, this planet is organized. There, uh, a, a verse was read to us in the truck when we prayed this morning, how that God feeds all the creatures of the earth. Now, that's a crazy thought if you just think about it. All the creatures and birds and bugs and this and that of the whole earth, they ate today. That's some serious order going on. Amen? Say, come on. He doesn't just feed us, baby. He feeds the little birds and every bug and everything everywhere. God's a God of order. And so... Pentecost happened, and God could see it happening before the foundation of the world. It was always about you and I need a Savior. You and I need to be saved because we've sinned, and without Jesus, we don't have a dog's chance. And so this happens, and they start speaking up. And all these different groups that are there for Pentecost, they start to hear the gospel. Let's look at it. And so what do they do? So here they are filled up with the Spirit. They start speaking in languages that can be understood. Do y'all understand that? Yes or no? Am I making that perfectly clear? 
We have a Greek scholar in the room. She can tell you the exact word that is in the Scriptures for the word tongues. It is the word dialects. It is the word languages that can be understood. The Bible goes on to make it clear that these languages, it even names the different groups that were there hearing the languages. You understand? So now, so they have this ability, they're filled with the Spirit, which gives them the strength and the power and to do what they need to do. And now they speak with these other languages, cloven. Here's one guy that spoke one language, now he's speaking two. That's craziness. And number three, they stand up. Say stand up. They stand up. They stand up and witness for Jesus Christ. Now these are guys that have been cowering. These are guys that have been huddled up in a room scared to death. These are guys that left town and went to Galilee and started fishing again. These are guys that didn't want to do at all what Jesus told them to do. And now they're standing up on one of the biggest feast days of the year and they're actually standing up and proclaiming Jesus Christ. Are you seeing they're not living life anymore by their feelings? Yes or no? Have I lost you? Say. They are filled. And now they're standing. See, that's what I want to tap into. Y'all hear me or not? I want to, when things get tough, I can stand up. Instead of run. When things get hard... I want to be able to stay. Stay with it. Amen, yes or no? And these guys do that. The Bible says, And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What does this mean? They're hearing the, 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 this, the story of Jesus in their own language. Many of them had never heard it at all. Others started mocking and said, These guys are drunk. And that's probably what I'd have said. If I heard Peter over there, you know, one of the disciples speaking in a foreign tongue, I'd have been, boy, them boys have been hitting the sauce again. Because I know them, and they don't even know good Hebrew. I'd have probably said the same thing. But Peter, say it with me, standing up with the who? The eleven. Now, Gary's personal opinion, what does my personal opinion matter? Not much. But I believe others were standing up as well. I believe others in that room were also there and they're standing up and they're speaking as well and they're, they're giving the gospel. That is Gary's opinion, okay? But he stands up with the eleven. So it's not just Peter, is it? Yes or no? No. And he lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken unto my words. When Peter's talking, I firmly believe that the other eleven are also talking, and probably many others as well, filled with the Spirit, interpreting, sharing the gospel with these various groups that would otherwise not be able to understand if it had not been for the filling of the Spirit. Did I lose you? Yes or no? So that's what happens. For these are not drunk as you suppose, seeing it's the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. Peter speaking. It shall come to pass in the last day, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. We've taken that and ran with it. 
and made it whatever we want it to be. Everything the church does today should be anchored in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Y'all hear me or not? You can do whatever. You can go off on a healing tangent. At the end of the day, every one of you in this room is going to die. What are you going to do then? Heaven or hell? Up or down? In or out? Saved or lost? It all comes down to that. Y'all hear me, yes or no? That's the message of the church. On my servants and on my handmaidens, I love that because Jesus had women that he had touched. He had brought women into the fold. They didn't matter. Women did not matter to that culture during that day whatsoever. But not to Jesus Christ. Right? Yes or no? He valued women. He validated women. He loved them. I'll pour out in those days my spirit and they shall prophesy. A lot of times we've taken that word prophesy. Did you know that word prophesy is just another good word for preach? Proclaim. It doesn't mean that people are going to come to you all the time and tell you prophecies and tell you things. When people come to you and tell you something they say that's going to happen, won't you just write it down or take a note on your phone? Just keep it. See how many times they're right. Come on. All right? I'll show wonders in heavens above, signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire, vapor of smoke. A lot of things are going to happen and have happened. During the crucifixion, many crazy things happen. There's things that's going to happen in the future. The sun shall be turned to darkness. That actually happened. The moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord shall come. Say verse 21 with me. And it shall come to pass. Say it with me, please. That whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And guess what? That has happened. That happened right there. Jesus Christ came. He died on the cross. They're now to proclaim whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's going to happen right now. It'll happen to He comes again. You men of Israel, hear these words. And just keep in mind... These different languages, because of the filling, not the feeling, the filling of the Holy Spirit, the different people out there that can't understand Hebrew, but they have another dialect, they're hearing this message in their own, in their own language. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did in him, by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered... By the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you've taken by wicked hands, you've crucified Him and slain Him. Peter's just preaching the gospel. Peter's telling the story of Christ. See, guys, it's a story sometimes we've heard, and it becomes old hat to the church. Trust me, the word, the gospel, is not old hat to somebody who's not heard it. <laughs> Amen! That's our calling! Our calling is to go out and tell these people who haven't heard. Not to sit around with each other. I love sitting around. I love fellowshipping. I love growing in the Lord. I want that. But don't forget while we're doing all that, there's people dying every day going to hell. 250,000 people, I believe, I could be wrong on this, die every day. That's a quarter of a million people dead every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. It's a lot of dead people. Somebody's got to start talking to them. Amen. Say So he's given the gospel to people who have never heard. 
You've delivered this Jesus. He's been crucified, murdered, and God raised Him up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that He should be held of it. For David spoke concerning Him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for He is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh shall rest in hope. He's preaching to Hebrews here from different dialects and languages. Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life, that thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Talking to him about David, whom they would have known. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. He could have pointed over his shoulder and showed you David's tomb. He's in Jerusalem, and all those graves are over here on the Mount of Olives side. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to his flesh, he would raise up who? Christ, to sit on his throne. So he's preaching the word. He's seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh would see corruption. This Jesus that God raised up, say it with me, and we are what? All his what? You see the power of that? They could write their question something they, they didn't really know. Don't, don't, take, don't think everybody knew about this Jesus. They came from different locations, different places to celebrate Pentecost. And they were there speaking in their language that they could understand. They could take questions. Isn't that what you ask of a witness say? You get a witness and you ask him what? Questions. We're all his witnesses. We've seen him. So, they spoke up. They shared the gospel. Peter speaks up. You can read the whole sermon. But he basically tells them about the Lord. That's what he does. That's what the church is still to do. Fourth thing. Say that fourth thing with me. Now they do what? They what? What did Jesus tell those men he called? Follow me and I'll make you what? Did he say follow me? And you're going to do all kinds of crazy mess? Now, a lot of people thought they were crazy. And I'm not saying there aren't wonderful works today in the church and with believers in Christ. There are. But at the end of the day, Jesus Christ has called them and us to fish for men and women. That's our goal. Y'all hear me? That's our calling today. Y'all hear me, yes or no? You might say, Clark, I've heard you like 3,000 times. But if there's anything I want to beat into your head... Why does Fellowship Church exist? Why do we exist to share the gospel with others? Amen? How do you do that? Well, first of all, you've got to be saved yourself. You've got to know Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've got to believe in Him with your whole heart. And you need to love people like He did. Amen? You need to love people. Not judge people. You need to love people. You hear me? Yes or no? And out of that can just flow your own testimony, your own witness of Christ. Your own witness of Christ. And that's what they're doing here. Now they fish up. Let's see how this filling of the Holy Spirit worked. Let's see what happened. They fish up and caught how many people in one cast? That's not a bad day for something a lot of people had never heard. Amen, say. Now I know a little bit about fishing. Not a lot, but I know a little bit. But I know if I get me a bait for the first time I use it, 
and I throw it out there before the fish that never even heard about it or seen it, and I catch 3,000 of them, that's the bait I'm using, Charlie. Amen. Say. Other lures in the trash, baby. Preach the gospel. Tell people about Christ. Tell about He loved you, your sorry tale. How you've sinned. How He saved you from the, from the pit He dug you from. Share that with them. Not everybody's going to hear. But God's going to use you in your language and the way you are with people. And He's going to open all kinds of doors for you. Amen? The good news is we're not starting the church today. Church has been started for years and years and years. Now when we talk, we've got, we got, we got some great stuff and great opportunities, great technology. We've got the Word. We've got all kinds of stuff at our disposal today. But it's all about the gospel. Now when they heard this message that was being preached about Jesus, they were what? Say it with me. Pricked to the heart. And they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized. The word repent means to turn, turn to Jesus Christ. Put your faith in the Son of the living God. Put your faith in the one who died on the cross, the one that was the Passover lamb, the one who you came to celebrate today at Pentecost and to give thanks and salvation. That's what Pentecost was, salvation. It was being free from guilt. The one that can free you from guilt is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the world. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. That was their message. And be baptized. And by the way, they knew about baptism. Baptism didn't start with the church. It's in the Old Testament. It was a ritual bath. They would actually come into the temple, go down steps through water, and then up the other side. He's speaking a language they can understand. Well, be baptized in the, in, in the law and the ritual things of the past, but put your faith in Jesus Christ. Believe He died and was buried and rose again. Believe. Everyone baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. You will be filled with the Lord. You'll be filled with His Spirit like we are. We're no different than you. I was a fisherman one. I can hear him saying, I was a fisherman. I didn't know him. He called me one day. I was fishing. Are you kidding me? And I've been following him. Have you, I, mean, I denied him. I denied him is what I did. You can, let me tell you, you've not done near as bad. I can hear them talking like that. Amen? For the promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord shall call. That's our message today for the church. Amen? Go out there. With many other words did he testify. Bible couldn't contain all the words if we had everything Jesus did and the disciples did. Books, the libraries of the world couldn't contain it. With many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. Be saved today. It's important. Verse 41. Say that in blue with me. Then they, say it with me, that what? Gladly received his word were what? And the same what? There were added unto them how many? <sighs> Jesus knew what He was talking about when He told them, don't leave Jerusalem. Amen? Guys, don't leave. Fulfilled. Push me, Roger, last little bit. Filled up. Filled up. Speak up. Stand up. Fish up. Now let's stop right there. 
being filled with the Holy Spirit? That's what I think it's about. That's what I think being filled with the Holy Spirit is about. It's about you being filled up so you can what? Speak up, and then you'll do what? And then you'll do what? Got it? Yes or no? That is what it's been about. That's what it's still about. It's about Him. And the disciples never looked back. Say that with me. Disciples did what? See, they finally got, they got the feeling before their feeling. They never looked back. Before they'd been, they had the feeling. It sounded like feeling, but it won't. They had the feeling. Feeling. But that took them all over the place. Now they've got the what? Feeling. And they never looked back. Now you might think that's not a big deal. It is a big deal. They had a bounty on their head. They were hunted down like dogs. People hated their guts. They wanted them dead. And they want them dead today. That already killed Jesus. This wasn't years later. It was 50 days later. 50 days. Kidding me? And they never walked away again. It's not because their faith in Jesus Christ became easy. No, no. It's because their faith in Jesus Christ became what? The filling of the Holy Spirit is about getting real, baby. Getting real. Get what it really is. Know what it really is. It's about Him. It's about me sharing Christ. It's about me growing in the Lord. It's about me knowing what's right to do. It's about Him comforting me in my trouble and hard times so I can stand for Christ and be a witness. Real because of the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. It becomes real for them. Just push, push, push. Real, real, real. What's the word real mean? Genuine and authentic. If there's one thing I would say today, excuse me, about so much of the charismatic movement. It doesn't look real and it doesn't look authentic. Do y'all hear me or not? Say. Now keep in mind, I'm talking about to the lost world. To the lost world. Isn't that who we're supposed to reach? Yes or no? We must keep it what? Real. 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 Keep it real. Come on. That's what people need. Needs to be real. Even if even if people come to the Lord over something that's crazy, are they? I just listen. I just want to make sure they're really saved. I want to make sure their faith is not in some preacher, not some event they went to. Amen. It's in Jesus. You can do this. Be real, genuine, authentic. Not what imaginary or ideal. That's what the word means. Be real. The Holy Spirit's presence made these guys what? It made them believable. So much of what's said today in the name of the Holy Spirit makes people look like a nut. And I'm not throwing out the baby in the bathwater and everybody. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to stay with this thing right here. God has not called us to not be believable. Y'all hear me or not? Say yeah, well, you just don't understand. I'm doing that because God showed me how to do it. Well, you know what? God gave them folks some common sense, too. You know what I mean? You ain't the only one that's got something. All right? If I, if I got to keep convincing you I ain't a kook, I might be a kook. You hear me? Yes or no? 
Not only did others believe, they what? Now that's the big deal right there. These jokers, listen. I mean, they had, they had knives through their throat. They had guns to their head, baby. And yet they still believed. You hear me, yes or no? They, they got real, man. They got it because they had to. And here's what they got. Here's what the disciples got. Jesus really is who he said he was, guys. This is crazy. I can see him talking and getting together. You know, he, he really resurrected from the dead. We saw him. I mean, he appeared to us four times. He really is at the right hand of God the Father praying. We watched him go away, and he's right there. I believe it. And you know what? Say that last part with me. He really did send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, like he said. And we got him, man. We got him, man. We can do this thing. I can see them doing that. Yes or no? Say I can see them running around the room and not going crazy because they're trying to put on a show. But they go, we got it, we got it, we got it. We can do it, we can do it, we can do it, we can do it, man. We can do this now. Yes or no? Say i got to quit that. I'm going to stroke out on you people. I am not young like I used to be. His plan is the plan. Say that with me. His is the. Be careful. I'm going to quit right here, Roger. i got two times up. Be careful when somebody tells you God's doing a new thing. God's doing a new thing! His plan ain't changed. His plan is I gave my son for you. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. You keep that the main thing. You hear me, yes or no? That is the plan for man. The plan for man is to be saved. That is the plan. Now, the church, we get together. We're going to have a fellowship with the young families tonight where they can get to know one another. Fellowship, that's beautiful. We have Bible studies where you can grow in the Lord. Amen. Seniors are going to go eat this week down at Landy's. Beautiful. We're not running a dinner club here. You understand? Do we love to eat? Absolutely. I got to eat, so I may as well have fun doing it. Amen? Say, come on. But the plan of God for this church and for all churches that believe in Jesus Christ is to tell people about my son. Did you hear me? Yes or no? And guys, this might be an old, simple, down-to-earth message, old, plain Jane message. Oh, I've heard this before. Somebody forgot. Along the way. Amen? Did you know I heard a guy last night, one of the most famous preachers in America, solid as a day is long, good guy, very popular around the world, and he's preaching on heaven, and he mentions hell. And he says, you know what? In the world today, out of Christendom, I'm one of the only... He didn't say me, himself, but he says, I'm one of very few that still talk about heaven and hell. That's sad. Isn't it? Yes or no? Guys, that's what it's about. It's about Jesus Christ died so we can go to heaven and not hell. Y'all get that? So when you talk about the Spirit and the filling of the Spirit and all that, I think the best thing you can do, and I'm not discounting gifts and abilities and things that God gives people. I'm not discounting that. But I am saying if it's kooky, it probably is. 
if it's not believable to a lot of people, I'm talking about lost people, then it's probably not. Y'all hear me or not? But I'm not discounting gifts and, and things like that, and I believe God heals. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm against or wouldn't agree that people can't still speak in a language that somebody can understand so they can be saved. You understand that? He did it before. I don't know why he can't do it still. Amen, yes or no? But what bothers me is when somebody says something and it doesn't line up with the Scriptures, and then they tell me this is what God said. That's where I start to get a little shaky. Amen or oh me? All right. I'm wiped out. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be like these disciples. Help us to get back on our feet. Help us to do what we're supposed to do. You need us. You're at the right hand of God, Jesus. You have given us the Holy Spirit, the living God, the Comforter. You are here. Holy Spirit God, you are here and you are in us. And you are with us and you will never leave nor forsake us. Help us to stand up, to do what you called us to do. Help us to not be confused about our mission. Your plan is still the plan to save sinners. You came to seek and to save the lost. That's our mission. Help us, God, to stay mission-minded and focused. Thank you, Lord, for your comfort. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us and you guide us into all truth you tell us. Help us to avoid error. We are feelings-oriented. Help us to be feeling-oriented. Help us to be filled with the Spirit and not live by our feelings. Help us, Lord, to know the difference. It's tough. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. Stand with me, would you? Amen. Are y'all hot as it just made?